0: Ask Pat. Ask Pat. what's up everybody patlin here and welcome to episode 1053 of aspat 2.0 this is a podcast where you get to listen in on a real-life coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you and the goal is for you to listen to this and walk away with some new information new ideas new strategies and motivation to help you grow and scale or perhaps even just start your online business. And today we're chatting with Jake Goslin, who owns WorshipLeaderschool.com, a recently launched membership site in the Worship Leader space. Uh, you know, the people who sing and they create a lot of energy at uh, a lot of church gatherings and whatnot. And Jake is an amazing person. You're going to hear just how much he cares about his audience. But also, he's curious about, okay, well, now that he's launched and got started, like what. Else now, can he do? And you know, one of the biggest struggles that we entrepreneurs have is looking at everybody else succeed in sharing strategies. And you go, okay, well, I could do this or I could do that or this. Like, there's like 50,000 things that we could do. How do we know what to do next? How do we grow our business after we've just gotten started, got a taste of success? How do we take it to the next level? And you're going to be pretty surprised about my answer at the end here because a lot of times, well, I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to say, you're going to have to listen all the way through. And oftentimes, this is the best piece of advice. What I offer for Jake is the best piece of advice I could give you, and sometimes that's what you need to hear. So how's that for a teaser? Make sure you stick around, hit subscribe if you haven't already, and I also wanna give a big shout out before we get into the conversation with Jake to FreshBooks. They are sponsoring this episode. They sponsored the show for so long now, and they're amazing, not just because of that, but because they have a software that allows you to better organize and remove the headaches in your business through the finances that you have. So income, expenses, and especially your invoices. If you do any invoicing, you can create a really, really nice looking invoice in less than 30 seconds with FreshBooks. And you can completely change the game in your business because then you can focus on your business and growing it rather than the weeds and the finances. So if you want to check out FreshBooks for free for 30 days and just see how awesome they are. They serve millions of small business owners. I've used them myself too, you can go to freshbooks.com slash Ask Pat and just make sure you enter Aspat in the how did you hear about us section. It's going to be awesome. All right, now let's get to the conversation and call with Jake. Here he is. Hey, Jake, thank you so much for being here on aspat 2.0. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Pat.
1: I'm so pumped to be on the show. Thanks for having me.
0: This will be really fun. So Jake, why don't you take a quick moment to tell
1: everybody uh, who you are and what you do? Yeah, My name is Jake Goslin. I'm based here in Littleton, Colorado, suburb of Denver, uh, with my awesome family, my beautiful wife, Kaylee, and our uh, twin 10-month-old children, uh, Amos and Galilee. Wow, so life's twin. Been int- yeah, <laughs> life's been interesting. They're, they're our first kids, so life's been really exciting and uh, awesome this year, ha- like having them in our life. That's and, awesome. Yeah, it's been a huge game changer. Um, and my professional background is in the the church world uh, as a worship leader. Um, and basically what a worship leader does at local churches is, uh, we're the ones responsible for planning and preparing and leading, uh, the, the worship music that you'll, you'll hear or sing at churches. And, um, I've been doing that for over a decade and, uh, basically, uh, the cliff notes version of, of kind of what happened and what got me into online business was about, uh, three years ago, I was working full time as a worship leader, um, and really loved it. Um, felt like my, my, my dream job, like working my dream job. Cause I just graduated from uh seminary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, just really loved the opportunity to have a position, but I felt like there was just, I felt like I was wired for something different. And that's when I discovered, um, kind of a love for entrepreneurship. I had been doing freelance videography, uh, been enjoying that a lot. And then, I just realized I kind of got to the place at the church I was working at that it just wasn't a great fit for, for me and the way that I'm wired and my desire to build things and move things forward. And as I discovered my love for entrepreneurship, I was browsing Apple Podcasts one day to learn more about you know entrepreneurship from, from podcasts. And I came across the Smart Passive Income podcast and kind of the rest is history. That's what set me on track to build an online business that is... Uh, Really centers around like my passion and in, in helping people, um, in the worship leading space. So that was about three years ago. I came across uh, your content. It's been so helpful, so grateful. Thank like you. you, you have no clue. Um, I mean, you probably hear this all the time, but the impact you've made on my life has just been incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, it was three years ago I came across your podcast, and then it was about two years ago. That's when I started to. Really take uh, the online business thing seriously because I had quit my full time job, um, decided to take a break from full time ministry, but I still wanted to help worship leaders and um, and I wanted to to build this business. So I started creating content and I was able to to quit my job because I had I did a lot of freelance video work. So that kind of gave me the flexibility to um, really build this business um, over the past two years. And then uh, I've. Uh, basically arrived at a point now where I can say just in the past couple of months here, I'm pretty much full time with, with church front. So that's the name of my business. You can find it at churchfront.com. Um, that's the brand that I've built. Um, and it's really an online resource that exists to uh, equip worship leaders with practical training that helps them lead gospel centered and tech savvy worship. Um, that's, that's, that's my niche and, and the people who I serve. Um, that's and, uh, yeah, so it's just been kind of mind-blowing when I reflect on the past couple of years and um yeah and just see how how far a lot of this stuff has come. I still have a long way to go. That's why I'm here and that's why I'm excited to to chat with you. Um but as far as the the nature of the business right now, um my primary product is a membership site called Worship Leader School. Um there I have a online course library for worship leaders to to work through. Um yeah, just different, different courses I have around worship leading. And, um, I also have the online community there. We have a, a dedicated forum, um, and I host uh weekly office hours calls. So that's like my flagship product. Yeah. That's a monthly subscription or annual subscription. Um, I have some, a smaller digital product, um, they're, they're ambient pad sounds that you can play underneath you um, when you're leading a worship band or even if you're just solo. Um, and then I also um, have just affiliate income from Amazon. So that's kind of the current status of the business.
0: That's really cool. First of all, just thank you for sharing the journey. I'm so incredibly grateful that you had mentioned that I was able to, in some way, shape or impact what you've done. But it's it's mainly you taking action and, and doing this and imagine like, I mean, wow, you, you have this business, you have the freedom now that you didn't have when you were working full-time uh, at your job, and, and now you have these twins that you can help take care of at home, and that's that's just beautiful, man. I mean, it's, that the hearing that is exactly why I do what I do, so bless you, thank you, I appreciate you so much, and I love that you laid out your business and your model already and, and all the things that you have going on, so related to that, kind of what's on your mind right now? Where do you feel like things can be improved, and, and how can I help you?
1: Yeah. So the spot I'm at now, I'm excited because like I said, I'm at a point where um, I can fully live off of my online business. And I'm actually still now I'm a part-time worship leader at a, at a church plant, a new church here in in the Colorado area. So I'm still able to actually be a practitioner in these things um, as long as well as equip people. Um, But anyways, I'm in this awkward place where I, I'm excited that I can live off of this and it's, it's growing um, and it's going well, but I also feel like I'm like, okay, what's or i'm asking myself like what's the next step um in terms of just bringing this to the next level because i have pretty huge dreams um the market and and the amount of people out there who i feel like i can help it's it's pretty massive there are like i think there's like 300,000 churches just in north america mm-hmm. um a lot of my customers too are actually a- around the globe as well so um there's just such a massive amount of people, um, who I feel like I can help. And, um, it's just, how do I bring this to the next level in the terms of, uh, simplifying my current systems in terms of lead generation in sales and, you know, ideally getting them into worship leader school being the best product I believe I have for them. And then also scaling in a sense from going, being like a solo entrepreneur to, uh, building and growing a team. So I'm not doing everything. Um, yeah, cause I'm already like feeling after two years of pretty much doing everything. It's like, uh, getting a little burnt out, and yeah. stretched a little bit thin. Um, and then the other thing too is within my market, there's, uh, there's a lot of different, um, uh, ideas that I have for, for future products. And I think in the past few months I've been able to do a better job at focusing and, and really focusing on, okay, worship leader school is like my main information product I have for people. Um, but man, there's, there's so many other things like within this space, um, whether they're certain like creative assets that I could create and distribute um, or things like that. So yeah, I, I, so to kind of sum it up, it's like how do I, I, I have a functioning online business now. It's like, what do I do next? What's my next uh, best step? Right.
0: Now I think a lot of this is going to be based on what do you want? Where do you want to go? Because there are obviously, you've already laid out like, 10 different things that you could do Mm -hmm. and i think that prioritization is really important because if we try to do all of them at the same time then none of them are going to be to the quality that you would likely want or be done Um, secondly you know it's almost like putting the address into your navigation menu in your car it's like you could drive the car you could go and and find your way to where you want to go or you can have that address and know exactly where you want to go so that you have the right directions to take in the least amount of time with the least amount of energy. And if you get off course, well, you know that you can get back on course versus what most entrepreneurs do, especially at this stage, is this, they, they just push harder and they, they they end up in a place where, and this is where we don't want to go, where you're, you're just hating what you're doing. Like you've built something amazing and you've gotten it to a point without you even realizing it, that it's like back to how it felt before you quit and became an entrepreneur, right? It's like the the craziest thing that, that I find in my business. And when I talk to others who are entrepreneurs, is like when they're, when they've built something successful air quotes on paper and they have employees and they're, 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 they're making money, but they're still unhappy. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's you, you could have created whatever you want and you've built something, you built a monster instead of building what it is that you want. So if I were to ask you just plain and simple, like in your vision, what do you want? How would you answer that?
1: I, I guess I, I would love to see uh church front in what I'm building um, to just become um, really just the go to place when people think about, man, I, like I want to become a worship leader um, or I want to develop this new skill um, around worship ministry or learn like this particular software that I I teach worship leaders on called Ableton live. Mm -hmm. It's like, I kind of want to become the go, the go to place for that. And just kind of the no brainer of like, Oh yeah, I'll just go subscribe to worship leader school. And like, I, again, I I think that there's such a large amount of people. So if I were to put metrics to these things, um, I mean, some of the goals I have is right now I'm at 170 uh, subscribers for worship leader school. So it's like, how could I get that to a thousand subscribers within, I don't know, by 2020, by the end of, uh, end of next year. Um, and when I think about lifestyle wise, um, like I, I definitely love the, the idea of having an online business. And currently right now it's like, um, I have my office here. That's like a block or two away from my house and I don't have to do much traveling or anything like that. I can really be with my family a lot. So, I mean, those are kind of, I think I remember from reading, uh, will it fly? Like you talk about, like, what are those lifestyle choices you want and build your business around that. So I definitely, yeah, I've been thinking about those things at the same time. It's like, um, I do have pretty ambitious goals. I would love to get to a point where I have a team of maybe like, I don't know, 10, 10 or a dozen people. Um, I think I can make a huge impact with just uh, that amount of manpower, um, creating free content as well as developing out my products. Um, yeah. So oh, I, I don't know if that kind of helps clarify that. For no, you. it does. It does. Because, okay.
0: you know, it would have been different if you said that you want to, for example, your goal would be to and maybe this is something that could happen. But if your ultimate goal was, for example, you want to have your own television show, right, then then we, we would have a little bit of a different sort of path to get there. Or if you wanted to be, you know, a, a nine figure earner you know, within two years, then that's a whole different set of things that need to happen versus what you mentioned was, okay, very clearly a thousand members of church front or worship leader school at the end of 2019. And now we can go, okay, well, how many do we need per month to come in? What does sales and how many leads do we need to do that? So now we're starting to get clear with, okay, well, what would that path actually look like to get that? So I'm so happy that in addition to the sort of lifestyle stuff, which is really important. And that can definitely influence, okay, well, what is your team going to look like and how would you manage them and all those kinds of things? Having those specific numbers are really important too. So, so I love, I mean, it's no surprise to me that you have already become successful because you're already thinking about the right things. So congratulations to you for that. So number one, let's talk about team related things. I think you are at a point in your business now where it makes sense to have at least a person to help you with a number of things that you could possibly do, so that a you could either focus on. And I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be asking you some questions about how you got those 170 members uh, in just a moment. And perhaps a lot of that is gonna be based on things that only you and you can do alone. And there's a lot of time that could be used for more of that to get to those a thousand subscribers. Um, and you're likely spending a lot of time on administrative, you know, systems and, and other things. Um, So if I were to ask you what would be your first hire and what would they be doing, what would you, what would you answer?
1: Um, so I, I do kind of have a small team right now and, and so that's where, and that's where it's, I'm having to make these decisions and the first kind of, uh, team player I have is actually my wife, Kaylee. She's, she's also a worship leader. That's her background as well. It's kind of how we met and we're both passionate about it and she helps a lot. And this is important. I think, especially with my subscription business is the, um, the community aspect of our membership site. Uh, she's she's much more wired and relational mm-hmm. uh, than I am and excited about getting to know people and ask them random questions. I just, I'm not wired to think that way. Uh-huh. Um, so fortunately, um, she's able to help even, you know, cause she stays at home with the kids, but she can still hop on the laptop, you know, hour or two here or there each week and help me with like the community management and help with uh, retention. Um, and then as far as like, some of the other administrative stuff like video editing, that's, that's like a, a huge one. Um, where, and again, I've actually started to get some help, help in this area, um, as well, but I create a lot of uh, YouTube content. That's one Mm -hmm. of my best social platforms for, for just building my audience. Um, so I have, yeah. So I have a, um, a younger guy, his name's Ash and he just graduated, uh, from high school and he's kind of figuring out what he wants to do vocationally. He's actually interning for me at our church, uh, learning about worship leading, but then he also is really interested in, uh, the online world and creating content. Uh, so I've been hiring him, uh, as well, just as like a contractor to, to edit, edit stuff for me, um, like YouTube videos for me and even some of my course videos. So that's been super helpful. That's great. Um, And then I have just recently, like a week or two ago, um, uh, just a random old friend connection, uh, basically I have a copywriter helping me out. He's based in orange County, uh, down there in California. And he's helping me transcribe a lot of my YouTube content, um, to blog form. So I can really, my, my website's been performing really well too. And I want to like double down on that. Um, so of all the things like I feel like I'm offloading things, but I still feel like I'm, I don't I still feel like I'm so stretched in terms of like, man, maybe I shouldn't be doing this random stuff. Like, you know, having, cause I get, I get so many things like just like so many random emails I get now, like from people who, um, you know, just send emails to the, my generic like, uh, support email address I have on my website. And it's like, I just don't have time to help them right now. And these people could be a potentially, good. Like they could, I could, if I had an email conversation, maybe that could lead to them also even being a customer, but Mm -hmm. even just like wanting to have good, established goodwill with people and helping them out when I can. So I think that's an area that the random little communications that come in and out, like, um, you know, whether it's, I think for customer right now, I'm at a point where if it's a customer, like a worship leader school member, then I I'm there, I'm replying because I I have to. <laughs> it's like, but if it's the random stuff, that's where it's it's more difficult. Um, and that's probably where I need more uh, like a, an administrative assistant or someone like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's one way to handle it. And, you know, I hired Jess on my team to help me with email specifically. And I had her on episode 115 of SPI podcast to help me through that and help others who are dealing with that. So that would be a good episode to listen to as far as like if you wanted to hire somebody for communication purposes. But I've also met a lot of people who have, in a very smart way, been able to control their time a little bit with communication and yet still show up and be helpful. And what I mean is by having a public, I know you do private office hours for your, for your, your people, but if there was a moment of the week where everybody knew and all responses were, hey, by the way, if you have a question, come join us live on this time. And that way you're also building the community You're also interacting, they're getting a feel for you, they're hearing you in person, they get a feel for what it might be like in the worship group. So instead of answering one-off emails, you could have a, for example, a generic response that says, hey, I'm sorry, we are unable to get to questions right away. However, if you wanted to join us on, you know, Worship Live on Fridays at this time, we'd be happy to potentially answer your question there and you can meet other community members too. And that way it's like all questions are only answered during that time. It, it, It allows you to control your time a little bit more in a public way. That allows mm-hmm. you to give a taste of what it might be like to be in your membership at the same time. So you kind of do two or three things at once with that. And I've seen a lot of people do that very successfully. It may or may not fit for you, but I just wanted to offer that as a potential strategy.
1: No, and I, I love that idea because I, I actually I, I feel like I could, could and should be doing more live stream stuff. But sometimes I going into a live stream, uh, it, it's kind of like, oh, do I have any really – content prepared to share right sure. now, whereas like the whole Q&A format, uh, I do like that because then I can like, actually like feel like I'm helping uh, the random inquiries that come in like in a more intentional way, but then also create uh, some great content out of that um, in a live stream format. Yeah. And you yeah. can
0: also repurpose that content for your YouTube channel. And again, everybody who's seeing you in this sort of free manner is going to be excited because you'll likely be able to mention your worship school. And by the way, this is, kind of, this is the kind of stuff we talk about and, and teach in in, in, uh, in worship leader school all the time. And, you know, as we're waiting for more questions to come in, I want to tell you about, you know, Jessica, who's in who's one of my students, and this really amazing thing that happened to her last week that you might you be going... So you can tell stories about your existing students. Like, if you have any courses or any customers telling their stories, making them look like a hero in front of others will make them want to join. And so mm-hmm. those are some really cool ways that you could also essentially double dip and be able to not just answer these questions and save you time that way, but also potentially get more members who come in to your school to help with the the leads and, and the sales generation. So that could be a really interesting uh, way to go about it. Um, how are you getting your or how did you get your current members uh, for your group generally?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, over the past two years, built uh, an email list that's up to like 17,000 uh, people and then the YouTube subscriber base, all of the social accounts, all that stuff. Like, so that's the audience that I kind of was building over the past two years. And mm-hmm. then, um, back in July, that's kind of when I came up with the idea of this, I was actually searching like Pat Flynn membership site, seeing what content you had on <laughs> it. And I found a guest post you did for, uh, Mike and Callie over at membershipsguys.com. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, anyways, I was like, okay, cool. So, like, I, I kind of got into their their world and learned a lot of helpful stuff from them, and worked on the pre-launch sequence. Basically, um, try to do a lot of what you talked about in in Will It Fly and just pre-validating uh, ideas. And I, I experienced that before, so. This wasn't my first information product. I had a product that I launched back in February this year um and I basically pre sold the course and had people you know buy pay like i think it's fifty bucks a pop um and then I delivered the course over the series of like two months mm-hmm. um so I wanted to do I, I don't know I felt for a membership site i I actually had courses that I already ready to go in there, but I still wanted to like validate the idea as good as I could so basically, I just created like hey i or I just made a YouTube video. I was like, hey, I have an idea. That was the title of the video. And like, I don't know, some reason, random videos like that perform decently well sometimes on YouTube. And eh? (laughs) yeah, and then a lot of them watched it. So that, I I started building lots of brand awareness. And then once I I kind of felt in like, I I probably had over 100 people join the wait list for Worship Leader School within that first week. Mm -hmm. And then- that was like okay, I think there's enough like to keep going with this, and what I started to do is like all of my content over the next couple months, um, I always basically plug the worship leader school, like this thing that didn't exist yet, but they would go to the landing page and join the wait list, yeah so i had I had like over five hundred people on my list who are just on well, on the wait list for that. Um, and then when, um, sep- or no, yeah, October came around, um, in September, I created a few more courses getting it in and there. And the beauty of this is the product and worship leader school will keep growing and keep getting better. Mm-hmm. But in October, I just did a traditional, um, Jeff Walker product launch formula style launch over a week, yeah. um, to, to, uh, to my list basically. And I, I had a discounted incentive like uh they could join at $29 a month um during launch week um had some also like I did like a bonus coaching call if you signed up like the first couple of days um and then anyways yeah just could, did that like discounted launch yeah, week that's and great. then All the right things. And yeah and now and now it's at, uh it's at 49 a month um or um 497 a year to join
0: have you run another launch like sequence since
1: then no. So that's that. And that's a thing where I'm trying to figure out like how to, so membership site, I, I've never been so excited about a product I have to offer now because I feel like it delivers people such massive value, but I feel like membership sites are harder to, um, to provide, like, to, I don't know, to articulate an offer for an audience because you kind of like are offering so much. It's like, oh, what's the specific transformation they're going to get? Yeah. Um, so the past couple weeks, I've been really, what I think I'm going to focus on, it's been working pretty well in the two times I've done it, is focusing on just doing a weekly uh, live webinar um, that really hones in on one of my flagship courses is about how to use Ableton live in worship. Mm -hmm. Um, really a lot of people are, a lot of worship leaders are really interested in it, in it. And right now the plan going forward is like do a live webinar every Thursday. Um, so from Monday to Thursday, try to create leads for that webinar, get people registered, host it, and then have, have like the limited time bonus, uh, for, um, for the people who register for the webinar that like they can get a discount on the annual membership or, or if they get the monthly, they'll pay regular price or if they, or if they get the annual, like either one of those options, they can also get a half hour coaching call with me if they sign up. So that's kind of like the promotional framework or bonus. I'm trying to, um, get to them with, with the webinar. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, and it, it and honestly, like it, it, I, I think it's going to work. And I think it, it's a process. It's a matter right now of like of perfecting that and try to, you know, get as many registrants, quality registrants as I can without too much ad spend and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, so yesterday, yeah, like yesterday I did it and I had two annual signups and two monthly signups and I had 60 people live at the webinar. So.
0: Yeah, no, that's I, great. I mean, you, you've created a foundation that now you can build off of. Which is fantastic. I I wouldn't say you need to, for the growth of your business, do anything like new or outside the box right now. Like I would, like you said earlier, focus on what you are doing and optimize those systems. You've started a great process. You have this foundation with these webinars. Continually see how you might be able to improve them in all different kinds of ways. How can you improve the presentation and the conversions from people on there into the membership? How can you better convert people on your website into the webinar? And just go all in on that in like the first quarter of 2019. And you're gonna see some amazing results when you literally focus on just like, how can I best improve that process? And then when it comes to the team, so number one with that is like, you need to keep track of all the things that you do and see where you can optimize and how things are going. A lot of times entrepreneurs go into the process of like doing webinars and selling and they don't keep track and they don't, they aren't conscious about like what worked and what didn't, they just go and they keep doing. And it's just like, you can't improve what you don't track. So it sounds like you were already going to do that and you're just at the start of that. So that's great. I would I would encourage you to push through and, and continually optimize that with your team uh, and, and, and the team that you're going to build and the systems and the other things outside the webinar that you do. Very same thing. I would actually consider because um, you were a little bit hazy with exactly what you could potentially hand off. So I, what I would do is actually write down like in a certain week or even a day all the things that you do. And it's going to be really scary to see all those things. But what'll be nice is there'll be certain ones that you could circle and go, why am why am I doing that? Like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing that. Somebody else, or I could hire somebody else for that, or we don't even, like, why is this even happening? Like, I, this doesn't even, this isn't even moving the needle at all. Like, let's get rid of that. So when you can write things down, then you can start to deal with them. And I would do that with sort of all the things that happen in your business, including what your wife does as well, and see, are there areas that we can, do these things in half the time? Are there areas that we don't need to do anymore, or where should we put more time into? Um, and then, and then, and then, really focusing in on that on that that goal per month uh, related to this trying to get to a thousand subscribers. And, um, and I think it'll be set, man. Like there, there really isn't anything huge that you need to do outside of what you're already doing. It's more of just like a let's fine tune now because you you've, you've started off really well. And I think, you know, perhaps you can use this call as validation that like, A, you're doing the right things, but B, let's just like, let's just like, like commit to that for the first quarter and, and, and hone in on those, uh, those optimizations. And I think, I think you're going to find really good success in that way.
1: That's, I, yeah, I mean, that's really encouraging and helpful because I, I w- over the past two years, one of the hardest part about building online business, I feel like, is there's so much like noise and strategies and ideas and techniques yeah, and i'm sure. like i'm like am i missing something like i mean i feel like i've i've been trying to learn as much as possible and um but at the at the same time now i'm at the point where it's like i think i found something that's working i just need to need to hone that in i think i think you're good man i think i think you're good so um i would just focus i would just i would just
0: focus is really more than anything and not worry about the other strategies this is the other big problem that a lot of entrepreneurs have is Especially when you start listening to my show a lot, you're gonna hear a bunch of entrepreneurs come on and talk about like all these new strategies. Yeah. just focus on the strategies that relate to what you are doing next and maybe this involves like okay, now you have these webinars happening every once in a while you can go, okay, like how can we get more webinar registrants? Uh, maybe it's Facebook ads so let's let's focus in the next you know two week sprint on Facebook ads and how like let's test that and see if that actually increases how many people come up to the next webinar next month or something like that. And that way, your strategies are still related to everything that you're already doing because that's part of the optimization process. Versus, hey, you know what? I think I need to start another YouTube channel because you know, and that's just like a whole rabbit hole that would just waste time for most people because most people need to just continue and double down on what they're already doing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, that's that's super helpful. And yeah. It's kind of a, a good, just really helpful reminder to just, like, yeah, keep focusing and focus better. And that's uh, that's such a hard struggle being, like, <laughs> having ideas and stuff. But you're right. You're right. And, dude, I mean, I'm like, you just mentioned, what, like, a
0: September or October launch. You already have 170 members. Like, you're going to get to 1,000. And, and you're going to find the ways to do that. You've, you've already proven that you can do this. So just keep keep on keeping on is what is, is the big lesson here. And I think a lot of us need to hear that sometimes. And f- f- for those of you listening, you know, consider maybe that's what you need to do. You've already you're already doing the right things. Are is it your squirrel syndrome or that bright light syndrome that's trying to distract you and take you away from the work that you need to be doing? And, you know, I didn't I didn't hear too many signs uh, from you, Jake, as far as like, here's the next big thing that I want to do that would actually take you away. Like, y- you know what to do. And I'm excited to If you don't mind. Uh, have another conversation with you later in the year to see kind of how things are going and growing. I'd love cool? that. Yeah, of course. Awesome man. Well, hey, one more time for everybody, can you mention the links and all the places that people can go and find you?
1: Yeah, go to churchfront.com. Uh, that's where my main website is. It links you to my blog, YouTube channel, podcast and then go to worshipleaderschool.com if you happen to be a worship leader listening and you're interested uh, in the training and community we have for you there.
0: You're awesome man. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you and good luck. Thanks, Pat. All right, I hope you enjoy that episode with Jake from worshipleaderschool.com. such a cool guy and I cannot wait to see Jake the progress that you make moving forward. And I think a lot of us need to hear the same advice that I gave Jake, which is like, hey, you you found success. Now let's continue to do what you have been doing. Let's not Consider this success a time to now start changing direction. And I think it's very common for us, especially with everybody sharing all these ideas and a lot of success stories coming out, a lot of people teaching entrepreneurship. Sometimes we just need to continue to do and double down, triple down, quadruple down on the things that we've already started and just learning how to optimize those things versus trying something new and taking energy away. And it's hard because we're entrepreneurs. We like to try new things. We love the excitement for the, and the what if and the gamble, if you will, for trying new opportunities and new strategies. But hey, you've proven yourself. So let's focus and double down on that. So Jake, best of luck to you. Cannot wait to bring you back on the show in the future to see how things go and progress. And congratulations on building an amazing school, it looks like, and uh, serving others who also serve others, which is great. You're creating an amazing ripple effect. So Keep up the great work. Thank you all for listening and I appreciate you. Make sure you hit subscribe to the show if you haven't already, wherever you're listening to this. I want you to make sure you don't miss when Jake comes back and all the other amazing people that we have who are coaching here on the show. And by the way, if you wanna get coached just like I coached Jake today, to give yourself the opportunity to do that, all you have to do is go to askpat.com, scroll down a little bit, and then you'll see a button to apply. Fill out fill out that application. You're going to answer a few questions for me, so I understand a little bit more about you. And no, I cannot possibly select everybody. I wish I could, but I can't select you if you don't apply. So uh, I may reach out to you in the future, and it may not be right away. It may not, you know some people who I'm reaching out to for calls this year applied you know over a year ago, so it may take some time. But hey, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening in. Apply there and uh, hit subscribe if you haven't already. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Team Flynn for the win.